What up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Laud Times podcast on a very, very, very cold night. Thank you. Thank you, my boys. Today, joining me, Dennis Gartman Jr. What's up, bro? How are you? Feeling good. You know, I this weekend I was at a high school retreat with my kids from church and uh I had, to, I had to show them what's up by uh by playing bass for the first time on a big event like that and while i was playing bass i was w- with the uh long sleeve uh originals uh jersey and i, I had a couple of kids ask me what's that so i got to explain a little bit about the team so it was fun awesome awesome edgar double nation bro how was your weekend how are you today it was good it was a very good weekend a little bit longer now that there's a cold all over texas yeah it's like panic mode for all texans at the moment buy all the groceries you can get and stock up on as many water as possible just in case we don't have water and pipes burst even if it's just two days of cold (laughs) i swear we cannot handle ourselves if an actual true apocalypse uh would happen we would probably not make it past the day (laughs) <laughs> don't forget um, about the power grid no conserve power the, grid too conserve the power grid um so well stupid. let's get right into it las amazonas tigres femenil oh big victory at estadio olimpico in ciudad universitaria when they played pumas femenil 5-1 victory over pumas femenil but uh we'll get into a little bit more of the details, but just wanted to touch up on the lineup that was used that day because I think that that's going to be a topic of our conversation today and the rest of the season for everyone, like we mentioned in the last pod that we recorded, is who's going to play in this stacked lineup that Mila Martinez has available to select every match. So we, we'll start off with Ceci Santiago, who was the goalkeeper, then your two fullbacks, was Nati Villarreal, who is replacing Anika Rodriguez that's dealing with her injury from past season, which I don't even think it was an official report on that, but I've seen something where she had a cracked, like, uh, I can't even think of, maybe was it her jaw? Some, somewhere along her cheekbone, maybe? It was, some, it was some facial fracture that was affecting her eye. That's why she had the little thing, like half mask thing, like during the, the final woman. that... Yes, and then she, and then she had surgery after the final, and she hasn't recovered since then because those things take a little bit of time. Which, all in all, that's pretty impressive to have played through all the playoffs and got it helped right. us win that championship. Right. Um. So not to be a real started for her second game consecutively. Um. The two parents of center backs who we've known for a long time, Greta Espinosa and Cristina Ferral, and then on the right side, Hannah Gutierrez. In the middle, she used the same two players with uh, Liliana Mercado, Mari Carmen Reyes, and then Jocelyn Montoya out wide with Mayor playing behind Alison Gonzalez and La Maga Jackie Ovalle playing out left. So same lineup from the first week. Um, pretty interesting because uh, Alison, I thought that was going to be a more so a player that was going to be worked in the lineup whether it was at the attacker position using as a right winger at times where we talked about her flexibility um what did you guys think of this lineup repeated lineup by Mila Martinez to start the game were you happy with it 
Um, we'll start with you, Edgar. Did you expect any changes or you're rolling with whatever lineup wins continues to play? Uh, so I definitely expect changes to come. I didn't think it would happen, honestly, within the first four or five games of the season. I don't see it happening. Uh, and obviously, you've shown that. Um, but I think it was a solid lineup to start up. And one of the things that we've kind of talked about as uh, these past two games have gone on, uh, the fact that her substitutions have been a lot better. So I was a little bit less concerned going into this game after watching the San Luis game. Dennis? First half uh, of play was a little uh, little off, right, by Las Amazonas, but credit to Pumas Femenil and the coach who um, implemented a, a, a tactic for the game against Las Amazonas to play in a very low block. It was a very congested game through the middle of the field. Um, Pumas Femenil went up 1-0 first with a goal by Blackwood, who is a great player. Honestly, I was super impressed with her. It sucks that she's at Pumas Femenil. I think that another uh, more prominent team probably would have a lot more um, relevance in the league because she was really good. She was quick, um, good technical ability, even though the goal was offside because the the flag, uh, the assistant referee was way behind on the play. But nonetheless, it was still marking issues there. Um, what did you think about the first half, um, Dennis, with some of the lineup, you know, the lineup that Mila Martinez presented? Did you see anything that um, you, like, stuck out to you, especially with uh, Pumas going up 1-0 in the first half or scoring first? Full disclosure, I was not able to actually watch this game because I was, you know, working at that retreat that I was referring to in the beginning. But in the uh, stuff that I've gathered uh, since Saturday, yeah, it felt slow. Um, it felt just like not like surprising because it's, you know, what was it, a 12 o'clock kickoff in the middle of Saturday? Yeah, which is like, that's just random. Like, what are we, the Premier League? Like, this is this is feminine. Like, play the games at night. Um, so it that didn't surprise me. Um, it didn't surprise me to play against the low block. I, I, that's just going to be how it is against most teams in our league, except for America and probably Rayadas and a couple others that I can't remember off the top of my head. But playing against the low block and having to face challenges down the middle is not that surprising. So, I mean, the the thing is, like, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised when when things start out slow because we have the talent to kind of outweigh those challenges most if not every single time we're on we're on the field whether it's whether starting 11 or, or whoever we can bring off the bench which i'm sure we're about to talk about here in a second i think that what was hurting us is that we were trying to play through the middle too often and not using the wing play and not realizing that it was just super congested because they were playing on in a low block um, you know, at times Montoya switched with Jackie Ovalle in the first half, switching sides on the wing, but, you know, it wasn't working in our favor. And I think that they were just getting ahead of themselves with, you know, trying to break that, you know, low block with either a long ball. And I think that the possession was not, obviously we had possession, uh, clearly because we had 69% possession to their, to their 31 possession for the game. But the possession were at time meaningless because it, they weren't able to break that defense down, especially with so many defenders. They were playing three in the back, um, and they were just playing the counter. So 
I think that that is going to be a recurring problem, like you're mentioning. I think that most teams are going to play that way, especially because that is the probably the best tactic that a, an opposing coach can have when trying to beat Tigres Femeniles. Obviously, play on a Tigres Femenile error while you know having a good order in the back to make sure you play that counter and having that opportunity for a Tigres error when you play the long ball against them. So, um, obviously the 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 goal the game was tied with a uh funny enough as we were I was I was watching the game they were uh right before the goal happened they were talking about the two the Alison Gonzalez not being involved in the game at all and right as he was saying that uh Nati Villarreal sent the cross in for Alison to score a header and score her 12th goal with Tigres Femenil I think that you know people need to take that into consideration that she did score a few goals when she made her professional debut with Tigres Femenil. So first goal of the season after her return, but 12th overall with um, Tigres. Any thoughts, Edgar, on or uh, additional thoughts on that first half that Tigres Femenil had? No, honestly, um, I mean, I expected a little bit more from the Femenil side. I, I know the Pumas goal was, you know, controversial and honestly shouldn't have been a goal. Um but yeah, I think the factors of just playing at say really, truly, honestly, unless you are playing an evening match, it's kind of hard. Um, but overall, it was it wasn't a terrible first half. Yeah, I I think that people just get caught up in the that they didn't score enough goals, especially with a team that they're supposed to, uh, you know, score goals against. Um, but I think they did a really good job. At least Pumas did in the first half. The second half, I think that that's where things got really more interesting, as um. You know, Mila Martinez made her subs and her her um, adjustments. Um, you obviously, Montoya came out of the game where for Tembi, who had another spectacular game, in my opinion. Alison Gonzalez came, uh, came off for Jenny Hermoso in the 69th minute. So I think that's where the game obviously started changing. Immediately after Jenny Hermoso comes on, uh, she assists Stephanie Mayor for, to put up Tigres 2-1. to one. Um in the 75th minute. So six minutes after coming on, Jenny Hermoso made her impact. Were you expecting uh, that fast of a appearance for Jenny Hermoso, Edgar? No, honestly, not at all. And I don't know if it'll repeat again, obviously, with the fact that right now she's in London uh, for the FIFA Best Awards. So to be determined if she'll be available for Wednesday. Uh, but I really thought they were going to ease her in until maybe match day three or four because of these, well, four or five because of these reasons. Yeah, and I think she, I mean, she hasn't even trained more than probably two or three times with the squad since she arrived. Probably even, not even two times, because I think she arrived on a Saturday. That she, they played on Saturday. She trained, what, maybe Monday, Tuesday? Yeah. Maybe, she, maybe she's had a full week, but um, yeah, I was a little surprised with that as well, but, you know, Obviously, we, we could tell by the quality of player that she is by getting picking up her first assist. Um, and then after that, we get another uh, uh, Stephanie Mayor goal. And that's when really we started we, we started knowing that Tigres Femenil was going to have an easy victory. But Dennis, we talked about it last week with Demby. Um, had a, two goals, had her fourth goal, and then the fifth goal of the game. What do you think about this player already making a big impact with two games, limited minutes um, for Tigres Femenil? It's just insane. <laughs> like, 
who is it that posted that we have two players on the on the best one hundred footballers in the world from uh that one paper in, in England? Was it Lou that posted that? That it's like Thembi and and Jenny that are both in the top one hundred or something like that? I think it was Lou. Yeah. Which is like th- that type of performance off the bench like explains why Thembi is on that list. Like ha- like how quickly of an impact can you make is always the question with you know, new players and boy, has she made an impact already. Um, now the question is, when is she going to start? Because it's clear that she's just a different level of playmaker, playmaker, different level of uh, football IQ. She has a different level of football IQ than most people in our league, which is kind of crazy for somebody who's only been, been here for two games. I love her, man. I, I think she's a, a joy to watch. She's really entertaining on the ball. And uh, long may it continue because the more of that, the better. Yeah, and I think that that's, you know, you you make a great question as to when does she start? I think she's earned the starting position already. I think it's just going to be a Mila decision to obviously with how quickly is she willing to sit Montoya down because not that Montoya is not a good player, but I think Dembi just provides, you know, star performance on that right wing. You have, you know, obviously the quick burst, the scoring, the technical ability, the movements, the the way to get players off of her. So I think that that's, I mean, obviously she has that tenacity and, and grit to fight. You know, there's a play um, where she got the ball or she stole the ball, like, you know, the play was almost counted out. The defender was just protecting the ball and she was able to steal it, set up Stephanie Mayor and Stephanie Mayor blew the shot over the goal. Um, so I think that by all means, I think that she should be starting uh, next game against Santos this upcoming Wednesday. The, the question is where whether Mila is, is ready to start her or she's going to transition her still a couple more matches into her regular starting position, which is going to be the right wing position. I like to see some rotation going into Wednesday just because it is a short week. And I think this early in the season, it's nice to kind of see what you have and kind of try things out. So I hope that Mila does, you know, do things like that, like putting them in or whoever else that you could throw in there, whatever players you want to have, because we have such a deep squad. I like to see a little bit of a different uh, group from the get-go at home. Yeah, especially uh, the back line, right? Um, I think that that's a position that can be adjusted a bit and not not because it's needed, but I think that other than uh, Ferral and Greta Spinoza, who are, are their trusty center backs, I think uh, working plumber, the Jamaican player, you know, having more regular minutes, especially after picking her up, and she was subbed in this game against Pumas once it was already locked, the victory was locked in. Um, I think that's a good game to, you know, give her some opportunity, maybe play uh, Plummer with Greta Spinoza, you know, or even Ferral and, and Plummer. And, you know, maybe not Nati Villarreal, who at times was, you know, maybe not as present throughout the game, even though she picked up the first assist of the game. For Alison, I think that Palomo, you know, the minutes that she got at the beginning before her injury were significant good minutes. And I think that this could be an opportunity, especially with, you know, very quick games. So uh, to start the season. 
Edgar, any uh, last comments on the game uh, against Pumas Femenil? The one thing we didn't really bring up, but that's starting to be a very interesting tradition. Mari Carmen Reyes picks up a yellow card almost immediately as the game starts. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, it's just... She... She just doesn't care. Like, if she's gonna, you know, blow by you, you know, while she's trying to steal the ball or, you know, make sure that you, you don't, you know, continue the attack, she's gonna do whatever it takes to stop a play. She's, I mean, I love her, man. I think that she provides something, you know, in that midfield that other players don't have. Liliana Mercado is a more of a clean player, you know, better positioning. Not that in Mari Carmen doesn't, but Mari Carmen just has that. I'm chasing after you and I'm going to body you because you're not going by me once again. And to have that at such a young age is awesome. Like, she got that dog in her. Like, she really does. You know what I mean? <laughs> the one thing I do want to add to super quick, there's an angle of the pass of the goal that got us to lead from Mayor, the, from Hermoso, that is just just world class. Like, that's why you have Jenny Hermoso on your team, because she can do stuff like that. Insane. Wait on the ball and put it in the right spot. Like, ugh. I, I can't wait to see her get acclimated and, and clicking with the rest of the girls, because, man, it's gonna be tell. it's gonna be interesting how long it takes her to like get in game shape because obviously she's she's able to play, but the perception I got from this past game is that you know she's a 10, right? Like not only does she carry that number on her jersey, but she's that traditional number 10, uh that we're you know, old school number 10 that requires the ball, gets involved. You know, and there's a couple of times that, you know, throughout the game, during the time that she was subbed down, like she, you know, would get in a position to go ask for the ball and then stop the ball and like look ahead. Right. That number 10 to trying to find the gaps, whether it's over the defense, through the defense. So I think that obviously that play that she makes to my yours, it's exceptional assist. But I think that it's going to be really interesting to see her with a lot more movement once she has a lot more endurance and game uh, minutes under her and how she's going to fit in with the, with the squad, right? Obviously because we're so talented, it's easy to mask that she may not be match fit to play 90 minutes yet, but I think it's going to be really important to see how quickly she adapts to her squad to get us there because she's ultimately very talented. She provides a technical ability and a vision that we don't have on the squad we're a very skilled squad, but I don't think we have that type of player besides Stembi, who's just a notch ahead uh, than the other players like Hawaii is, obviously. But having three, especially your attacking players, you know, moving forward that way, it's insane how much talent and how different the type of talent that we have amongst those three players, especially. And that's important in games like this one and like even last week in low blocks where you have to have players on your team that their talent just kind of outweighs game plan sometimes and that can you know change games based on pure tactical technical ability alone um and so we now that we have three of them changes everything as far as like getting frustrated and and not feeling like we can find a breakthrough because we have three that are proven to to give us a breakthrough when we need it absolutely and, you know, it was just a matter of time in that game, right? 12 shots on goal, 
and clearly better better endurance and better uh um i guess fresh legs i coming off the bench with a lot of talent was ultimately going to carry us to a victory uh just didn't know that five goals were going to be scored i thought you know, I thought that realistically we're going to get that second one and possibly a third, but that extra added minutes also, you know, open up. A, 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 you could see the the wide open eyes in Tigres Feminine that they were still a lot of playing time for more goals. So um, great game or at least great second half. Um, but I think it was, you know, they did what they could with what Pumas Feminine gave them in the first half. Credit to them as well for the strategy that they presented that worked throughout the first half and ultimately wasn't able to um, work for them to get that victory. Up ahead, though, we got uh, Santos on Wednesday, 7 p.m., which uh very interesting and not cool at all that they play at the same time at the, as the men's in their opening match for the season. But um, Santos, uh, Femenil, obviously, what are we uh, – what do we think about this game? Any quick predictions, Dennis? Uh, we're at home. Um, I I don't know how where Santos is relative to the rest of teams. Do y'all know? Because I, I I generally have no clue about their feminine side. I mean, they are not as strong as you know Pumas. I'm sorry. Uh. Chivas, Pachuca, America, Rayadas, uh, yeah, Juarez. So, so, so probably another low block we'll have to yeah. come up against at home. Okay. Uh, then in that case, three nothing. Okay. It'll take us a little bit again, but three nothing. Not I. I don't expect Jenny to play. I would be shocked if she's even listed on the squad. No, I mean she like, shouldn't. She's she's probably gonna get back from London tomorrow, tomorrow mm-hmm. night at the earliest, if that. As so. in Tuesday night, yeah. 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 Santos is uh, coming in with one point and a negative seven differential in goals. Yeah. Yeah. At least three. And it's not looking good. They took seven against Toluca. And then tied 0 0 with Cruz Azul. So Toluca scored seven on him. Oof. Edgar, what do you think? Uh, what's your prediction about the game? So they have Alexia Delgado back, uh, who ended up not going to Leon. So that'll be interesting. Alexia Villanueva. Yes, yes, sorry. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, I don't think it'll be a high scoring game on their side, regardless of that. Um, but I do think Ovaya's record-breaking goal is going to come through. Dude, she's in love with the post. Four four posts, five... No, she had, what, two posts in the Pumas game and three against the home opener. So five posts overall. And I think Stephanie Mayor is two goals away from breaking her record. So I don't know. I feel like Stephanie Mayor might break the record first at, this, at the rate that uh, Ovaya... Love with the goalpost. Hopefully not. It'll be interesting to see just because, I mean, Ovaya has been working out a little bit harder uh, or has gotten closer to it. Uh, we'll yeah, see. She, I think they both do score, though. She's been on a scoring streak recently. Two goals, one last week, and then she ended the playoff scoring some goals after a drought. 
um, where she wasn't scoring any. So, yeah, she's been working, uh, motivated, obviously. Uh, and I can, you know, breaking a record is always something to aspire to. So hopefully both happen, man. That That's going to be a really cool uh, scenario the rest of the season uh, because we know Valle is going to score some goals at some point during the season, whether that's next game or not. Um, it's going to be a cool scenario as they go back and forth, establishing and reestablishing records as they could both continue to score. So shout out to them um, as they continue to uh, perform at an elite level for our squad. And I'm going with a 5-0 victory at home. I think that we open up the scoring. Um, and I think uh, Denby continues to perform. It's getting her goal in. Um, I think Alison gets couple more goals in and Stephanie Mayor continues. I'm not sure at this point with Ovalle, but uh, she'll definitely be involved like she always is in, 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 you know, scoring of the goals. Maybe not scoring, but maybe assisting. Um, Any last additions or comments as we conclude this Tigres Femenil pod? May keep going and it will. Absolutely. I'm excited, especially with the attention that Jenny Hermosa is bringing to the squad. I think that, you know, her being at the best um, awards, uh, even though she did not win, you know, it's still super cool to have someone represent um, our squad there. It is also interesting. This is this is just a, a little mini rant for me that she was on that finalist for the for the best women's player, but she wasn't in the starting 11 for it because randomly there's like seven England girls on that starting 11 and Alex Morgan and only two girls from Spain, which is yeah, nuts two. because they're, they're the champions. Yeah. I, those awards are, and Messi winning it is, I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I'm a Messi fan, but that yeah. those awards are just something else. I mean, I'm, I'm with yeah. you. Spain, Spain wins the, uh, the world cup and only two players are in the starting 11. Uh, very, very odd. And in fairness, like Jenny rightfully did not win that award because her teammate is absolutely insane. So yeah, she pulled the strings of that one. Yeah, I would love to see her at us one day. Can we can we pull her in after uh, she's done at Barca? I'd love to give me a Aitana Bomati in a Tigres jersey edit now, please, somebody. I mean, I think it. I think we're getting there, man. Alexia Putella was rumored. Uh, or linked to Mexico. I don't know how true it was, but um, Please. I think I think we're getting the attention. I think we're getting the attentions. The exotic feminine league. So we'll see. Well, that brings us to an end, guys. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. We hope to continue to bring you feminine analysis and you know the state of the team and you know, everything going on with the Amazonas. So give us a follow, check us out, give us some feedback. Let us know if you want to come on the Amazonas pod and stay tuned for the next episode.